This is your moment, your time to shine, your comeback. You're ready for the next step in your career, and you want an education employers respect. So you're not just going back to school. You're coming back with Purdue Global. Backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected public universities, Purdue Global is built for people who bring their life experience into the online classroom. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste, or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products, because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Are you still searching for your perfect place to call home? Well, now is the time to buy at Fisher Homes. If you're looking to move in before the end of 2024, May could be your last opportunity to start building your dream home and close before the year's end. If you're hoping to move in even sooner, Fisher Homes also has homes that are move-in ready and waiting for you, where you can start enjoying the benefits of homeownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with a new home advisor today at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. Pick up the pieces of your life, put them back together with the words you write, all the beauty and peace and the magic that you'll start to find. When you write your story, you've got the words inside. Don't you think it's time to let them out and write them down? Uncover what it's all about. And write your, write your story. Write your, write your story. Hi, and welcome back to the Write Your Story podcast. I'm your host, Allie Fallon. And on last week's episode, we talked about how to really know what your story is about how to write a controlling idea for your story, which requires knowing what is this story really about. On this week's episode, I want to talk about an opening line for your story, which is about determining what's the hook. What's the thing about my story that's so interesting that's going to pull a reader's attention in from the very first line that I write, and it's going to hold their attention to the very last word of the story. In order to do this, one of the things that we need to know about your story is what is it about the story that makes it so interesting. At what point do we enter into the story so that the reader is gonna wonder what happens next? I've gotta know the rest of the story. So those are questions that we have to answer for ourselves. What is it about my story that makes it so interesting? And at what point of the story do I enter in so that the reader is gripped and needs to know what happens next? So let me start with the first question. What is it about your story that makes it that interesting? Finding a hook or finding an angle to the story requires you answering that question. And you might be thinking to yourself, well, I don't even know if my story is all all that interesting. It's interesting to me, but would it be interesting to someone else? Just so you know, you're not alone in asking this question. I've been working with authors and aspiring authors for a really long time. And virtually every author that I work with wonders this. Even authors who have published a handful of times before and have a lot of experience under their belt Even when I'm working on a book, this question bubbles up for me. And I think it's a good question to ask. Sometimes you write a book or you write a story because it's interesting to you and you trust that that book will find its way or it will find its audience, that there will be an interest, even if it's not millions of people who are interested in it. 
and you do it for the interest of yourself. I think that happens a lot. Sometimes you write a book or you write a story and it's really good to think ahead of time about are other people going to find this interesting? Who's going to find it interesting? And how do I help this story find its right audience? So I think it's a very helpful question to ask, is the story that interesting? And what is it about the story that makes it that interesting? But if you find yourself worried that your story might not be that interesting, maybe other stories are interesting, but yours isn't, just know even people with the most fascinating stories in the world have that insecurity and that worry when they step into this process. So what is it about the story that makes it that interesting? One of the ways that I like to think about this is related to what are called open story loops. An open story loop is just a question that your brain is asking that you need to know the answer to. Sometimes that question gets asked to you directly. Maybe you read a headline in the news that has a literal question in the headline and your brain wants to know the answer. Or maybe you read part of a caption on Instagram that opens a story loop for you because you just want to know the rest of the story. You want to know the rest of the caption. So your brain is asking the question, what happens next? What else is there? How does this story end? And your brain will lead you down that path until you can answer the question that it is asking you. So that's how open story loops work. And they're really, really powerful. They're incredibly motivating. They happen outside of our conscious awareness. Your brain is always chasing down the answers to questions that it wants to know. And it won't stop until it gets the answer. So this is why you can get stuck on social media sometimes for five minutes or 10 minutes or 20 minutes and literally not even know that the time passed because your brain is chasing down an answer to a question that was asked. And social media is one of those things that does a really great job of opening story loops for us so that we'll get hooked, so that we don't point our attention anywhere else. So this is one of the questions I want you to ask yourself as it relates to your story. And as you think about writing your story, what loops could I open? What questions could I ask my reader that would send them down a trajectory where the answer they get is going to be very transformative for them? Because if we know that our brains are motivated by story loops and we know that these are very powerful and we know that it controls our attention to a certain place, would you rather your reader's attention be controlled to Instagram? Or would you rather your reader's attention be controlled to a TV show on Netflix, nothing wrong with either of those things? Or would you rather your reader's attention be controlled to the story where they're going to read about something that's going to transform them? When you get really, really good at opening and closing story loops, you access a power to control attention. And I know that sounds controlling. I don't mean it that way. It is an incredible responsibility to know the power of how to control human attention. And I'll tell you who's really good at this are people who write TV shows. They're very, very good at open and closing story loops. And this is why you'll find yourself accidentally staying up until two in the morning, knowing you should be sleeping, but you're binging your favorite Netflix show. And the writers of the show have done an amazing job of opening a story loop at the end of the episode to ensure that you will watch the next episode. And again, nothing that's not a negative statement. There's nothing wrong with binging a Netflix show. I've done my fair share of that in my life. We all have. But as writers of stories, this is something that we need to get good at too so that we can capture a reader's attention. We can pull the, the attention all the way through the story. We can keep it until the very end and that the reader gets to participate in the transformation of the story because you were able to hold their attention. This is the power of an opening line. And this is the power of a hook. 
And this is the power of an open story loop. So back to the original question, what is it about my story that makes it interesting? Contrary to popular belief, it doesn't have to be crazy, unbelievable details about your story that make it interesting. In almost every story that I've ever encountered, there are crazy, unbelievable details that just need to be unveiled through the process of conversation and unpacking. But if you feel like your story doesn't have any of those crazy, unbelievable details, just know that's okay. That the biggest piece of making a story interesting is not the crazy, unbelievable details. It's the way that the author or the artist chooses to put this story together so that the reader's attention never wanes. So even if your story doesn't have unbelievable details, you can put it together in such a way where a reader is captured and captivated from the very beginning to the very end. And a lot of how you do this is by opening and closing story loops. So let's take a minute and think about, as it relates to your story, what are the questions that the reader is going to be asking when they read the story? The main story question, the open story loop that guides a reader through virtually any story is just what happens next. As the reader is following along your story, they're going to engage with the hero from the very beginning. They're going to identify with that person. They're going to sense that there's a transformation coming. There's conflict coming. There's tension coming. There's a problem that this person is facing. There's something that this hero wants that they haven't been able to achieve yet. I'm going to go with them on this journey. And the main thing they're going to be asking is what happens next? <gasps> then what? That's the main story question that's driving a reader through a story. But can we get more specific as it relates to your story? Maybe there's a question like, does she leave or does she stay? That drives the reader through the whole narrative. Maybe there's a question like, how did he achieve such success? You know, I'm thinking about Shoe Dog by Phil Knight. When you read that book, you understand that this is a person who is the CEO of one of the biggest corporations in the world one of the most recognizable brands on planet earth. And you read the first part of the story and understand that this is a young kid just out of college who's struggling with insecurity, doesn't really know what he's doing with his life, trying to convince his dad that he should be able to chase down this crazy dream of making shoes. And you've got to wonder, wait a second, we kind of know how this story ends and I'm seeing how it begins. So how did he get from point A to point B? That's another great story question that's driving you through the manuscript. If if you're writing your story and you're a person who isn't a recognizable name like Phil Knight is, maybe that doesn't work as well, but it is a story question that grips our attention from the beginning and carries us through to the end of the book. Another wonderful story that has made a huge impact on my life and I think back to often as a beautifully written narrative is Wild by Cheryl Strayed. Are you still searching for your perfect place to call home? Well, now is the time to buy at Fisher Homes. If you're looking to move in before the end of 2024, May could be your last opportunity to start building your dream home and close before the year's end. If you're hoping to move in even sooner, Fisher Homes also has homes that are move-in ready and waiting for you, where you can start enjoying the benefits of homeownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with a new home advisor today at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. 
Had enough of those supplements that leave you feeling nothing? Symbiotica is your solution to great-tasting all-natural supplements that actually work. Crafted with premium plant-based ingredients, their products have no seed oils, fillers, or artificial nonsense. It's just pure goodness in every pouch. Try them out and actually feel the difference today. Visit Symbiotica.com and use code IHEART for 15% off plus free shipping on your subscription order. Again, that's 15% off plus free shipping on your subscription order. Go to Symbiotica.com. That's C-Y-M-B-I-O-T-I-K-A dot Hey everyone, it's Ted from Consumer Cellular, the guy in the orange sweater, and this is your wake-up call. If you're paying too much for wireless service, you don't have to keep having that nightmare. Consumer Cellular has the same fast, reliable coverage as the leading carriers for up to half the cost. So why keep spending more than you have to? Seriously, wake up! And call 1-888-FREEDOM or visit ConsumerCellular.com. Savings based on cost of Consumer Cellular single line 1, 5, and 10 gig data plans with unlimited talk and text compared to lowest cost single line postpaid unlimited talk text and data plans offered by T-Mobile and Verizon January 2024. Another wonderful story that has made a huge impact on my life and I think back to often as a beautifully written narrative is Wild by Cheryl Strayed. And this is a book about a young woman who loses her mom at a young age and is drowning in her own grief and sets off on this journey, self-imposed journey to hike the Pacific Crest Trail despite having basically no hiking experience. And she takes off on this journey and learns so much about herself as she physically suffers in the wilderness, you know, not really knowing much about what that will entail. She puts herself into this situation where she's going to be physically uncomfortable and the physical discomfort begins to slowly heal her emotional discomfort. She realizes she's more powerful than she ever believed. But again, the story question that's pulling us through the entire book is how is this woman going to survive out in the middle of nowhere? How is she going to survive in the woods when she doesn't even know how to pack a backpack? She's never been on a backpacking trip. And we've watched her really struggle in her regular life, quote unquote, regular life. We've watched her struggle in her relationships. We've watched her struggle in her job. She's drowning in her own grief. She's self-sabotaging. How is she going to do this extra thing when she can't even do what she was doing at home? These are examples of story questions that are going to pull us through the manuscript. And I know you're not writing a manuscript. You're writing three to five pages of a story, or maybe you have a manuscript in the back of your mind that you know you want to write. But as it relates to the story that you're trying to tell here, my question for you would be, what's the main question that the reader is going to ask about you and about the story that's going to hold their attention? And another way to think about this is, what's the entry point to your story? Where does it all begin? And I'll tell you that there are a couple of different ways to begin a story, but almost always a story begins at the conflict. It begins at the problem. So we've talked about a hero of the story who has something that they want. There's something that they're after. And there's got to be something in their way. There's got to be an obstacle that this person has to overcome. Otherwise, they'll never achieve what they're out to achieve. So what's the obstacle? The story almost always begins at the obstacle. It almost always begins at the conflict. And this is one of those ways that I love how storytelling teaches us about life. Because whatever obstacle, whatever problem you're up against in your life right now, we tend to think of the problem as the problem. We think of it as the thing in the way. But actually, the problem, the conflict, is the starting point of the story. So writing your story will teach you to think about conflict differently because you think about conflict as this big problem that's in the way. And in one way it is, 
But in another way, it is the beginning of the story. It is the beginning of the transformation. It's the beginning of a brand new you. It's the beginning of something so exciting and compelling that you're gripped from the very beginning and you can't put the book down until the end. When you think about the story that you're writing, what is the problem? What's the obstacle? What's the thing in the way? More than likely, that is the starting point of the story. In fact, there's a tactic in narrative storytelling called a hero in a hole. This is Blake Snyder, who is a very popular screenwriting expert uh, who's no longer living, but his book, Save the Cat, and he has a bunch of other books too, is a really wonderful resource that you could reach out to if you want to learn more about storytelling. But Blake Snyder talks about the hero in the hole, which just means that it's really effective to enter the story at the point where the hero of the story is in a hole. This isn't the only way to begin a story, but it is a really effective way to enter a story if we come into the story and the first thing we see is the hero struggling. The reason this is so effective is it opens a story loop. We go, how's he going to get out of this mess? So the reader from the very beginning is gripped. They're pulled in. They want to know what's going to happen next. They want to know how the hero is going to overcome this. And it's just an incredibly effective way to write a story. There are other ways to approach it too. There's the Joseph Campbell way, which says that we should enter a story at an inciting incident. An inciting incident is, in my opinion, another way of saying a hero in a hole. But an inciting incident looks a little different from the standpoint that Joseph Campbell's way, you would introduce the hero as a part of the regular world, the world as it is. And then you would have some event happen that shocks the hero out of that quote unquote regular world into the new world and the hero has to go on a journey in order to become acclimated to the new world. Another approach is what's called a call to adventure. A call to adventure is when the hero is presented with or introduced to the quote unquote new world through an invitation. Like they want to write a book. They want to go on a trip. They want to start a business. They want to adopt a child. They want to do something that's going to shock them out of their old pattern and into a brand new experience or life that they've never experienced before. And that call to adventure invites them from world A into world B. So there are a lot of different ways to approach this, but the main thing to keep in mind is how can I open a story loop from the beginning of my story to keep a reader's attention engaged from the very beginning to the very end? And you do that by getting the reader to ask a question. What's the biggest question that you're wanting to answer with your story? What's the question that you're asking about your story? Are you asking a story like, why did this happen to me? Are you asking a question like, what does it all mean? Are you asking a question like, how is this all going to finish? How is this all going to shake out in the end? What was the purpose of all this pain? What comes next? Who am I becoming? Whatever the question is that you're asking See if you can use that as the question to ask your reader so that their attention is gripped from the very first word. One quick activity I will leave you with is this. Think for a minute about the stories that you love and you follow. I want you to pick up some books off your bookshelf and read the first line of those books and ask yourself, what is it about this first line that grips my attention? Or maybe it doesn't grip your attention and ask, what could the writer have done better that would have pulled you in from the first line? Read the first paragraph of a book and ask yourself, does this pull me in? What about it pulls me in? Even pay attention to the title and the subtitle and the way that the book feels from the cover when you pick it up. What is it about 
those things that make you want to keep reading? Do they open a story loop? What's the question that you're asking that your brain needs to get answered? And how can you do something similar for your reader? And finally, my last note to you is just this, because my favorite part about writing stories is what it teaches us about our lives. I want you to think about whatever the big problem is that you're facing in your life right now. And just ask yourself, if this were the start of a story, where would I want this story to go? If the big problem you're facing is some relationship in your life that just feels off and it's just heavy and it's not working for you anymore or there's conflict there, where do you want to take that story? If that's the start of a story, where do you want that story to go? Pretend that you're the author and you get to just invent the end. What would you want that ending to look like? Maybe the problem that you're facing in your life right now is something more like a job that you don't love. You're not sure if you're ready to quit, but it's not really doing it for you anymore. Imagine this is the obstacle in front of you. It's the start of a story. Where do you want the story to go? How do you want that story to end? This is one of the coolest ways that writing can unlock all of the potential that's buried inside of you is simply by seeing yourself as the artist that you are and participating in the shaping of the story. I'm not saying you get to control 100% of what goes on in your life or 100% of the outcomes, but you do get to participate as an artist in the shaping of the story. And writing our stories teaches us that and so much more. Okay, on next week's episode, we're gonna talk about setting a narrative arc, how to build an arc for your book so that you know after the beginning, what comes next, what comes next, what comes next. I'm gonna teach you how to create some shape to your story. It's gonna be a great conversation. I can't wait. Until then, happy writing. Are you still searching for your perfect place to call home? Well, now is the time to buy at Fisher Homes. If you're looking to move in before the end of 2024, May could be your last opportunity to start building your dream home and close before the year's end. If you're hoping to move in even sooner, Fisher Homes also has homes that are move-in ready and waiting for you, where you can start enjoying the benefits of homeownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with a new home advisor today at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. I'm so excited to tell you JCPenney and country music singer-songwriter Walker Hayes are partnering together on a new limited-time men's collection for the everyday guy. What I love about Walker Hayes is his laid-back nature. He's a family man and being a country megastar while also having seven kids. You know he likes to keep his style cool and casual. This new collection is perfect for the guy living the t-shirt life or someone wanting some fresh options that feel just as good. It's easy to wear, affordable styles that celebrate the ultimate family man along with the quality, durability, and sensibility dads appreciate. Available online Saturday, May 4th at jcp.com and in-store Thursday, May 16th. Just in time for Father's Day. Limited time only. JCPenney, make it count. With every CBD product claiming to do something different, it's nearly impossible to decide what's best for you. Lazarus Naturals pioneered the farm-to-front-door model of transparency where they handle each step of the production process to ensure quality, potency, and consistency. Scannable labels allow you to see the test results of your hemp batch so you can be confident in the safety and quality. Visit LazarusNaturals.com today. Lazarus Naturals, committed to improving your life as well as the world around you. Not available in Idaho, Iowa, or South Dakota.